Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Geek Podcast. This is Gabe, a.k.a. Wolfie, a.k.a. The Jets Suck. Uh, I am joined by... Wow, I had to get that. In there. <laughs> I'm joined by Jesus Walt Christ. and Jose. Uh, we're coming in hot today. A little bit of a pre-recording, uh, a little, a little pre-recording uh, battle. Someone decided to wake up a little hot, but not enough coffee to come at me. Chose violence. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> chose <laughs> violence against the wrong dude, man. Chose NFL violence. NFL team violence. I'm Jose, by oh, the way. Dude. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Yeah, Jose and Walt. Sorry, <laughs> we're and here I'm, too. Uh, Wolfie's gonna kill us for those those comments. Wolfie, earlier. no, Wolfie no, that's literally it. told me to throw coffee in my eyes. Yeah, you said you were tired, and I and think you the literally way to told wake me to you throw up. coffee yeah. in my yeah. eyes, dude. Yeah. Think about that's it. Sprinkling, sprinkling a little bit of coffee in those those bloodshot eyes. It's 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 kind of like crack or cocaine or something. I yeah, guarantee you it's gonna Christ. wake you up. That's his special remedy for Jets fans to oh, wake boy. up in the morning. <laughs> Anyway, I, mean, I got you, man. Maybe Zach Wilson can get a little coffee in his eyes too. Uh, It'll help anyway, him when guys, he's running. Oh God, it's been a while. Hopefully, we got like an awesome show yeah. for you guys. Do a little bit of a uh, roundtable talk with the uh, with the boys over here. Um, but before we get into that, as always, please like, rate, share, and subscribe. Um, show us a little bit of love, and we'll show you a whole lot back. Um, anyway, guys. So making a heart symbol with what my is, hands. What is what is what has been up? What have y'all been up to? Uh, I have. What have I been doing lately? I have not been gaming very much, but I've been watching some of the cool Disney Plus shows and catching up on some manga and some anime. Okay. Recently, a little bit of manga. I read some. Ooh, some that reminds Jujito. me. Mm. Um, I finished Remina, which was one that I had bought a while ago. And I have been wanting to finish, and I want to. I want to start Berserk, uh, but I don't want to do what I normally do and like backlog all this the stuff that I pri- purchased prior and wanted to read or watch prior. So I finished that, and I'm going to get to Berserk next. Um, yeah, like I don't know, just just consuming, man. I mean, I figure we'll talk about some of the bigger shows. Yeah, man. Uh, later on, but yeah, like just trying to trying to keep up these days. Walt. Um just tired man you know you you guys you guys know you guys know my deal so i i won't get into it and stuff but um yeah just you know um every once in a while just trying to catch up with a show and stuff well you've been you've been doing a little bit of uh a little bit of gaming right a little bit of live stream gaming recently right for frame rate tv that's that's the bare minimum i don't know if we're gonna aj really has been pulling weight on that one so um that's cool you know you tried yeah. Modern Warfare though, right? The new one. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, see, it's trying to wake you up right now. Wow. Your whole yeah. house is trying to wake you up. Like, wake up, dude! Exactly. You even yawned on the podcast, so it's like, nah. You're only you're you're, you're, you're you you got your own personal assistant over there, Mister Melgar. Okay, so I've been I've been curious. I asked this of every Call of Duty recently because I bought Vanguard 
like to to give Call of Duty the chance for the first time in like ten years, and it's terrible, and I never beat it. Uh, how's the new one so far? Because I've heard a lot of great things, and it, it like well, genuinely for the too. first time it, from COD fans in a while. Because COD fans, even like the ones that I know, are getting sick and tired of like the same game kind of being reskinned and like put in a new era every year. Um, what do you think of this one? Little, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a bit different, but it's also Modern Warfare 2, which, to be honest, I wanted to kind of get into anyway, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't necessarily remember. I guess I remember some of the maps, but it definitely feels different than what I remember Modern Warfare 2 being. But I guess that amount of time removed from it kind of does justify, you know, giving us a, an update, you know, Um uh, but I gotta say that, like you know, like it, like it's it's to your point, it, it's to you, to you, giving Call of Duty a chance uh, in like you said over a decade or like ten years or whatever. The last time I messed with Call of Duty hardcore, Vanguard was, was like, definitely not the best choice. No, I know, for you I know. To give it a chance. There's been there's been plenty of Call of Duties <laughs> that have been really really great. I think that the issue over the last few years has been the. Um, you know, ever since like their transition into the uh, the battle royale stuff and the hyper focus mm-hmm. on battle royale has taken away from like the regular, you know, team based multiplayer stuff. Well, they're also um, messing with that as well, right? Because they have all out they are warfare now, which is kind of like battlefields get like like yeah. I mean, modes. I guess you know they're they're, right. they're trying to like you know like find their balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely been plenty of like, I mean, Black Ops, Black Ops Two, and, and there's been plenty of like great Call of Duty games over the years. But um, definitely a smart decision to go back to Modern Warfare Two. I think no. the mechanics do play pretty much like any of the other Call of Duties. The difference really lies in in how the kill streaks work, how the weapons are upgradable and and, yeah. and and balanced and stuff, and and the maps, right? Like the uh, if you take one Call of Duty and put all the best maps from every single Call of Duty, that would just be the greatest Call of Duty ever, mm. right? Because it's all really based on the map. Same thing with Halo. You know, Halo is judged mainly on the enjoyment of the maps and the balancing of the maps and the weapons, you know? Mm. So, you know, you take uh, you take, you take take some of the, the, the weapon balancing and put it in Halo 2 maps, and maybe Halo 2 isn't as great. You know, like the weapon balancing of Halo 5 and put it on Halo 2 maps, put it on Lockout. Oh, Lockout's yeah. Probably one of the greatest maps in any shooter ever, but if it's got like terrible weapons and balancing, then that map sucks. That would break a lot of games for sure, though. Like the balancing between yeah. the maps and the weapons is really important. I mean, it's not that that. I mean, me personally, I haven't really been in love with Call of Duty for a while, but like, I feel like even mega fans, the last couple of entries have not been like you. Like you said, Black Ops stuff like that is always pretty well received. But like, a friend of mine recently was just like. I'm done playing Call of Duty because I showed him yeah, a video yeah, so of Call of I. Duty from 99, the original Call of Duty. And he's like, he's basically like, what the F is this? This is the same exact game with updated graphics. And I was like, yeah, well, gotta, not exactly, I, but sort I gotta of. Push back. I got to push back a little bit on that. Um, yeah. And, and so just to clarify, I, mm-hmm. I think we're getting mistaken here. Modern Warfare Double Hockey Sticks is not a reboot or a remake of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah. This it's is the, a the brand, sequel it's a, to the new It's one, a brand right? new game to the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So they're, they're two very different games. Yeah, um, it just keeps a lot of characters and things yeah, like and, that. Yeah, right? and from... I, I, 
you wish that they had changed the name somewhat because a lot of people confuse the two games together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is differences that I notice, and I've only played the campaign to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Call of Duty is is known as a very frenetic shooter, right? It's it's basically a twitch shooter. You're you're running around, you're you're shooting twitch to twitch to twitch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the campaign, especially, it feels different. And the reason I say that is because it is a lot slower than normal Call of Duty games. And it is. I think I that's what I was that. trying to get at. Sorry yeah, to cut you off, but like that's what I've heard from fans, other fans. Yeah, of the and game. it feels more like a um, a Ghost Recon type of type of game. You know, uh, those type of games where strategy is really paramount. Instead of you just running around and shooting people, you know, and, and finishing missions that way, the, like there is standing some... behind the same wall, killing three people, moving to another wall, killing the three people that spawn, moving exactly. to the next wall. Yeah, yeah. There is there is a small level of strategy which I know has kind of gotten the fans of the original Call of Duties kind of up in arms because they're like, "This is not my Call of Duty," you know. Um, there has been a little bit of backlash regarding that, you know. Really. Huh. Yeah, so, I, I, I like the, the speed multiplayer. Of the game. I was actually gonna. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Wolfie. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was just gonna comment that I actually like the speed of the game. So uh, do I. Just yeah, because it that's what made it feel like I thought it was like a remake or reboot and stuff. Um, obviously, I've also not really been super into gaming. Uh, they did a great job with the marketing, making me feel like it was a reboot because I only bought it because like, all right, well, finally, I'm gonna I'm gonna play like a Call of Duty that I remember being good. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then playing it and playing it at the, the speed that it plays, I was like, oh, well, yeah, this kind of feels like the older Call of Duty. It's slower, you know, it's not as fast. And, you know, I kind of enjoy it, um, even though nothing else felt familiar aside from that. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I like and the multiplayer is also I think it's really good. The 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 um, uh, when the match ends and. Like when the match ends, the, the the next room starts. Like it feels like it starts within thirty seconds. Next match, okay, you know, like really? next next playlist, next whatever. Like the playlist fast loading screen like, awesome, changes yeah. really really fast. Okay, um, you know it doesn't What's have the to. Level... Like... Hmm? I'm sorry. What's the level of expertise um, do you see on on the? Because I haven't tried multiplayer yet. You know, um, I've been wanting to. I, I just I haven't had the chance. <laughs> it's pretty balanced. I find like because I don't think that I'm that great um, at all. At mm-hmm. shooting games anymore um yeah same i don't know i do feel like i'm like in the uh the echelon of like you know older guys that just jump in and like i'm happy to get just one kill mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there you go. but same. Yep. but the um you know obviously like in the beginning i was definitely like getting killed a lot just didn't have you know i don't know where to go i don't know how the kill streaks work i don't know like, I don't have, like, you know, like, anything. Like, you come back to jiu-jitsu after a while, that first couple of days, first couple of weeks, it's going to be tough. You know, like, things just <laughs> take some time to, to, to recall. Um, but once, you know, I got, I like, my mechanics recalling and stuff, it, it, it's not, like, I think that it's a really, really well-balanced. Uh, I don't see anybody, like, there's nobody so far that's just, like, no-scoping everyone. I don't see anybody doing, like, any kind of crazy you know, combative tactics. So I, I find, I, I feel like it's pretty well balanced. Do you, you think know, that's like, it, I've, 
has to do with some of the changes in the gameplay speed and things like that, like maybe might have balanced it. Maybe. I mean, if you think like about it, uh, if, if the movement, if the movement is slower, yeah, then that is prime for, you know, for uh, camping snipers. And I haven't encountered mm. a lot of that. Like it just, everyone wants to run and go. Also the maps I think are really, really good. There are, there, there's definitely places to where I found people kind of like trying to camp and snipe, but then there's so much coverage that it's relatively easy to move around the map without exposing yourself too much. Okay, that was a weakness um, of Battlefield. They had wide open maps. They're actually they're actually changing the maps now and adding cover to them because they were so bad. So yeah, that's a good so thing I think like the, the, there's this there's this one that 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 uh, like I guess it's it's like on the border, like the highway border, think of like the border entry to Mexico. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, Okay. okay. And, and it's just like, got like a bunch of like, like completely destroyed vehicles jammed up like traffic jam. And, and so it's just the entire highway. That sounds like a fun map. So, so it it reminds me of, I know what that reminds me Did you guys see this movie? Um, with, uh, with Benicio del Toro, um, Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Or no, no, that's Sicario is an awesome Sicario. movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so, yeah. do you re- do you remember like that scene, like in the highway, where they're like going through, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. At the oh. re- that's that's like her. Um, I, f- I forget what her the actress's name. That was like her initiation into the whole thing, right? Where where Emily Blunt. Yeah, where they're like um mm. they're like at the border and they're they're following these three guys in the car. Is that what yes, you're talking yes, about? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. This, the, the map looks that just is like an that awesome in the scene, traffic by the way. jam. And you're just like going through, like hiding behind cars, hiding, like trying to shoot through the windows and stuff all the way down the highway. And it's just like cars littered, littered everywhere. There's no open space. That map to me so far is like one of my favorite maps because I can I have so many different ways. It's like a maze for me to get through. And there's plenty of times where I get like surprised with somebody hiding like behind a car. Uh, but also plenty of times for me to kind of like, you know, move tactically through the uh, through that map. So it's funny um, because um, one, of, one, of my a lot favorite, of fun with it. one of my favorite maps in, in a shooting game, um, it goes back to Rainbow Six Las Vegas. And it's a scene, again, that kind of mimics uh, a great scene in a movie, which is heat. Right. And there's that that yeah. point where you're out outside in vegas and there's like this huge shootout in the middle of the street you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i remember that uh, those are those are you know so the fact that you're saying that there's a map in uh call of duty that's similar to the one in sicario that i have to definitely try out because yeah it's it, that it's sounds so that sounds fun and awesome it's you know? really it's really really good um it reminds me of a gears of war map do you remember um there's that. Yeah, there's one of the most, does the most kind popular of. maps, uh, Gridlock, where you run down the street. There's some busted yeah. up cars, and then you run up into the little enclave and get the get the sniper rifle. You run the I other way. You get Gridlock the actually. Damn, that was one of my favorite Gears maps. Gears of War was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's where I got um, the best kill I ever got, probably in Gears of War. Because if you remember that map, sorry for the aside, but this was the coolest thing I've ever. No, made. it's all good. Yeah. If you remember that map, what was it? Um, you had the areas, the area to the side of where you ran up the stairs to get the sniper rifle, and there were some columns and like a, like a there was like a, a lake or or water on the other side of there, right? You could run behind the columns. Yeah, yeah. So I was where, if you remember the other side of the map, where 
there where you grabbed the rocket launcher on both sides, you had that area that was elevated where you could like lean over the railing and shoot at people. Like there was on both sides, they had that. I, I hit somebody with a rocket from that railing on the other side of the map, running in between the columns to get to those stairs where the sniper rifle was. Like it was awesome because you saw him run behind a column and I timed it so that the shot hit him as he ran between columns. That must have been the most mad like dude probably ever. There was a broken controller there, I would imagine, because that rocket came out of <laughs> nowhere. But anyways, anyways. Man, I only I if like Twitch that. was around during that time. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have clip, gotten a clip 100% of that because that would be like one of my greatest clips ever. Uh, huh. So Call of Duty sounds like it's more interesting than, than, it, than it has. Been. I mean, look, like I, like, like I, I was kind of addicted like already. You know, I'm not like, uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, I also got Vanguard, played it for a little bit. Um, I got Warzone or whatever the last Call of Duty before that was. Played it, but it was kind of like begrudgingly playing it just kind of like get my fix in. Well, that was the, the. But here I am, like I'm like you know, like hey, do I got five minutes? Do I got do I got time for like one match before we record? <laughs> I was like, hey, let me know when you guys are ready. I'm jumping in a room. Um, it, it really is like so far every single one of the maps and all the gameplays, games, um, game modes that I played are really fun. Like there's this new game mode called Hostage, um, where you have to, like, each team takes sides, uh, either rescuing a hostage or defending the your hostages. And you have to go grab the hostage and bring it back to an extraction point, and then you score and win the game. Um, it sounds like a rainbow. That Six one, type game yeah. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like very, very unrealistic. That's for sure. Uh, because like you're running around with a hostage, and they can just shoot you. You can shoot somebody that's holding a hostage. You'll never kill the hostage. So you know, you literally like point blank blast them with a shotgun. Hostage is perfectly fine. Where they're like kind of like a flag, basically, or like. How does it work? Basically, you know what? Now that I realize that's what this is, this is capture the flag. Oh, my God. Just with a walking this flag. Is, this is capture <laughs> the flag with instead of a flag, it's a person. Oh, my God. Why didn't I realize this? So what do you I like run over? Dumb. You can grab them from the other team, I guess. You got to like, like Navy Steel pick them up. So like you got to pick them up with one shoulder while you have like your gun in the other oh, one and running okay. and stuff. Oh, my God. You know? literally <clears throat> capture and the, the camera, flag. Yeah. And the camera rotates at a 45 degree angle because that's how you would be if you have like a body on, on your shoulder so oh, you're man. seeing everything at a 45 degree angle as you're running with the the hostage over the shoulder i'm assuming you run yeah it's freaking too. it's 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 capture a flag i feel really dumb right now that still sounds so, pretty fun uh, though like just well it's cool because it, they, it could have easily been capture a flag now i would find it kind of dumb to play capture the flag capture in a shooting hostage. game yeah you know? i mean but if you think it, about it right like like halo Every single game type, it's whatever. But yeah, go get this flag. We're in this like intergalactic uh, war uh, playing. Just Capture get a flag, flag right? Kind of funny. That's like a holdover, I feel like, what from Unreal Tournament or something like that, right? Because that was one of the big, big first multiplayer yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And all these Capture the yeah, Flag. Unreal and, like Unreal and Quake, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So Modern Warfare 2 is something that I'm going to have to purchase then. I've been like on the fence about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God. you should. Nah, dude, you it's should. Good. It, it really is. It, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So. It's just that Halo and Vanguard and Battlefield 2042 gave me PTSD for the, the big shooters recently. So it's like, okay, do I even yeah. want to play shooters anymore after like the horror that was 2021 when <laughs> like, they're all just so bad? But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you know, they, they, they're, 
doing the smart thing is like, all right, well, everything doesn't work. Let's just go back to something that everybody loves. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2. So that's they're exactly not even going to change the name. That's exactly they're like, what they're well, trying to this do. Is just, this is just Modern Warfare 222. They're probably going to do it like seasons, right? Like, you know, Madden, really Modern Warfare 2, 2023. 2023. Just gosh. be Call of Duty, like, whatever, 2K23, yeah, 2K24. <laughs> like, we exactly. don't need all the extra names. That's what they should do. They should just do, like, Modern Warfare, MW, and then the year. Modern yeah. Warfare 23. MW23. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then they, then they could really make it exactly like an EA game and just update the roster and do whatever, like, in the offseason and still charge people 60 bucks for it and 100 plus dollars. I feel like, I feel like they edition. would become lazy, you know, similar, similar to the way Madden is. I feel they become lazy if they they went that route. Oh, they would definitely. Then, I mean, effectively, know. it's not a whole lot different, though. If you no, think I, about I guess it. Yeah, they, they, that's they true. Yeah. They're you actually know. doing it in a, in a backwards way if you think about it. If if they're coming up with a completely different game every single year, then it's a hit or miss whether they like design the right maps, have like good mechanics. People are just like, I don't want to play this. I want to play Modern Warfare mechanics. And like, all right, well, let's give it to you then. I mean, it's the only difference would be right, like games like Madden and NBA Two K don't really have competition. Call of Duty does have some competition. It has Halo. That's true too. It has that's Battlefield that's, to that's, some extent. So it does have to do and something. not just Battlefield, but other shooters in general. Right. But yeah, that's true. Like ever since you know, EA sports games became super super lazy when they got the exclusive rights basically to everything, and then Two K just like went the way of the quail, a dodo, the way of the dodo. That's the dodo. The dodo quails around. The dodo is extinct. The way of the dodo. The way of the dodo. Just say the way of the dinosaur. Oh yeah, dinosaurs. Pretty clever. Who doesn't want to be? I don't know, but it is. But it is the way of the dodo. That's the reason we say the way of the dodo because it makes I've people never, think. What the hell is a dodo? Dinosaur, not the way of I've the dodo. I've heard gone the way of the dodo. I'm remembering you that you and I are in different circles, then, man. I remember the Looney Tunes cartoon <laughs> with the dodo from way back in the day, man. Dodo, do, do, do. the dodo, the dodo Looney Tunes uh, cartoon that probably nobody that's listening to this remembers. Speaking about that, I, I can't wait to see what um, 2K does with their NFL game. You know, it's supposed to be coming oh, out. Right. Pretty They're soon, coming right? out with a non-licensed NFL football game or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Probably twenty twenty three, I would imagine. But doesn't They're EA's license end soon? No, they renewed it. Yeah. <laughs> they renewed it. They, they renewed they it for like another few FIFA years. License, I think. Right? They, yeah. they lost FIFA. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. lost FIFA, but I think they kept the uh, football. Which, oh god, yeah. that's such a Whatever. bad idea. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that they that that they have. Has there been like a. Uh, a a like monopoly suit against them over this at all? No, because this so. is this really is like this so. completely kills competition. I think I think the the argument would be like you could still make a football game, you just can't make an NFL football game, and yeah. like tough, Probably like nobody, that's a legal agreement, right? Yeah, I mean everybody buys freaking Madden. That's the they, problem. They right? tried, right? Every like year. they they did do when they when they first had the exclusivity, like two K did come out with football games, and just nobody bought, right? Exactly. Yeah, the 2K yeah, game came out was amazing, as we all know. The 2K, of course, 2K5, right? I think, right? Was amazing, but nobody bought it. Even though it was like what twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Remember that 2K was using that mm-hmm. strategy to try to undercut yeah. Madden, and everybody was like, "No, we'll still buy Madden." 
yeah. even though this game is a million times better in its first year it's way better than anything that madden has put up probably ever you know what it is nobody, nobody wants to create an entire roster of of players you know it's not it's not like the wrestling games where you can easily like download yeah. um you know create create a wrestler you know and, yeah, and yeah. Put you put your 20 wrestler. favorite wrestlers in not 300 yeah, you, nfl players exactly and not, not only that then you got to worry about ratings yeah. and all this other stuff and it, it, nobody wants to go through that so you know i really wish i understood anyway. how it worked when you have games like nfl pro era coming out like is like is it console well, exclusivity like how the heck does this deal work if you really think about it right well I you have I a licensed game because, right there yeah but but i think it's it's a different type of game you know what I'm saying? It's a like VR game, maybe. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a straight simulation like Madden would be. Yeah. So maybe. And isn't that's the other like one being made by pull? NFL? Huh? It was. Isn't that VR one being made by NFL? It was well, made it was... by a company that, right, Walter, that develops simulation stuff for, stuff for players. Like it's not a licensing yeah. thing. This is like in partnership. It's like part of NFL's kind of yeah. Actually, yeah. thing I think yeah. that might make sense because the NFL could be like, yeah, this is a separate partnership we have, and it's not even a partnership. This is our game. You can't tell us to... that we can't make our own game. <laughs> and it doesn't really compete no. with Madden in, in a sense, right? I wish I understood because, why they can't. Yeah, the dang NFL two K game that's licensed, man. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's and plus um, like you guys want to move on consoles, to like, right? It would be so good. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Wolfie? Go ahead. You guys want to move on to like any kind of like film or TV? I mean, we were all like talking about like Black Adam. I don't think we were talking on Black Adam, you know, uh, via mic. But uh, yeah, we had film TV. I mean, I know that we like had like our own like opinions about Black Adam and stuff. Um, I don't but remember exactly. Lazy. I'm I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to talk about it. But uh, first. Y'all start because I'm gonna get a little bit more caffeine. Okay, give me give me 15, 20 seconds. Y'all y'all give your opinions, and I kind of know what they are, so I'll come back in and just. Well, like, yeah, I mean, know. we 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 kind of yeah, yeah. we kind of we kind of already went through this on the chat, <laughs> yeah. so you know that's exactly why I'm gonna take this opportunity to get a little coffee and get myself armed to have this conversation because <laughs> I'm probably the only but, one that actually kind of liked it. Give me, I'll be right back. I promise you. I promise you. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> so. So, um, the, uh, I mean, we both, we were, we were both disappointed. I be, obviously is kind of oh, the, absolutely. Uh, main thing, right? Like we we're both disappointed. Yeah. Um, and I think the sentiment was while we were going through our opinions over chat that we were just disliking it more and more, which, yeah, I think, I don't I think under- it's one of these, I don't understand how like Jose can like like it well, well, more well, and more as we discussed everything we we can we can crush him when he gets back from coffee and all right what's the game it's plan? A good, yeah, what's up what's it's, up? What's it's up? a good thing that he's getting that coffee because he's gonna need it to throw it in his eyes right um <laughs> i heard something about black adam was terrible eyes. it was black a terrible adam. film black adam is one of those films that you go into it you watch it you you feel a sense of disappointment and then as you're driving home, as you're driving. So I went to go see it on Long Island, right? Mm-hmm. So Long Island is a, at least a good 45 minutes before I get back home, right? And I found myself as I was talking to the kids, as I was talking to my wife about the film, right? I find myself getting angry and angry <laughs> at the film. You know what I'm saying? And it, there's a very few films that do that for me. Okay. And... I, I, you know what it is? I think part of it 
is the hype surrounding this this film the fact that you know the rock has been pushing for this for like the last 10 years the 15. fact that or 15 whatever it is whatever ridiculous thing it is the fact that you know what he's actually involved in the film and i'm like how in the world would he allow himself to do another scorpion king okay okay that, so why, I, I think that's I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the feeling that i had it's just like you know you you walk out of there thinking, okay, The Rock's promoting this. The Rock is really excited about this. It has to be good, right? Because usually when The Rock does something, especially lately, it's pretty good. And then you walk uh, out of there and like, I, I want to push this back. Is what this he was excited bit. about that? Can I can I just say yeah. one quick thing before you go, Wolfie? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. my point is going to be like, The Rock is not really known for cerebral movies or like excellent film. He's going for good action movies where he's a little funny and a little charismatic. Right, and that's what this movie is supposed to be. Yeah, but let, that let's doesn't not, work with the character, not... right? Like Black Adam's not a funny, charismatic no. character. I mean, Wolfie, go ahead and say what you got to say, and then we'll. I, 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 I would push back on both of that. You know okay. what I mean? I think that because because my issue is that like, I think, you know, he pushed for Black Adam because he he saw the vision of himself as Black Adam, and and if you really think about it, when we all saw the artwork, it was like, well, like who else could have been Black Adam, really? If you think about it, you know. Um, but the issue that I have is that I actually don't think that The Rock was bad as Black Adam. I just think everything else in the film was bad. You know, I think that I definitely think that the rock could have been, it could have done better, but I still put that on, on the director's hands more I can agree than, than yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the acting, script you know what was I mean? really bad. Yeah. The script was terrible. So I, I think the script was terrible. Interesting. Yeah. The, these are my, these are my quick things, right? Just, uh, and then I'll open it up. Right. My quick things are that the script was terrible supporting cast. Um, for the most part, I think were were poorly chosen, um, and and I never like to discredit actors ever, but I just don't think that like a lot of the supporting cast was uh were were they weren't well like, well cast and and then that's the other thing and and part of it and that and that and again that comes to the that comes to the screenplay right because if you don't if you don't have those parts in the screenplay then you don't have those actors or those the, that supporting cast anyway. Um, and that's it's it's mainly that for me and those are the, those are that's a really big piece because it doesn't matter how much glitz and glamour you have on the screen if the story sucks the story sucks no matter how great the people are i think pierce brosnan was great phenomenal. um as dr fate i, think I so thought he was phenomenal but he i think that his story though. arc in the film was terrible it was wasted definitely 100 percent wasted it's like why like i would have if i was the editor or the producer, I was like, no, 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 we need to write him out. We're not going to do this to that character. It's too good. We need to use him somewhere else. But now you can't yeah. use him ever again. Well, you you can use the, the character of Dr. Faith because Dr. Yeah, Dr. Faith but, is, a, is, a, is a legacy helmet, character, right? Right, yeah. Right, you know, yeah. right exactly. But, but not but Pierce, I, Brosnan. I think, Pierce Brosnan. No, 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 great. that's true. But you know what? Um, and again, here's, a, here's another flaw of the film, right? You introduce all these characters. Did you even give a crap about any of them? Like, like you would tend to think that Doctor Fate, right, is is such a huge character in DC, right? And the fact that he dies should be like this this bellwether moment, right? When he died, I'm like, okay, who cares? I had no connection to any of the characters. Didn't care about Hawkman. Didn't care about Doctor yeah. Fate. Didn't care about 
Adam Crusher didn't care about Cyclone. I didn't care about any of them. They all could have been murdered in the most horrible way in the movie, and it would have meant absolutely nothing. And going back to The Rock, The Rock, I, I, I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to cast him as a, a fish out of water type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to say it, but I think Thor did it better. The first Thor was better. The at first that, Thor yeah. did it better at that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was no point where, and even the jokes that he was trying to say fell super flat. Like there was no, this was, and I, I, I put this in the chat and you guys were like, what the hell are you talking about? This was the worst Marvel movie out there. Because it tried to attempt to do a Marvel movie type formula and failed miserably at it. I still think that Eternals was worse. <laughs> Here, here's my but thing. I, no, no, no. no, no hold I'm, on, one second. But, one second, just but one I'm, second. I'm, I'm, it's the point of they were trying to do a thing and they failed horribly. That's at a that's a product yeah, of know? The Rock being the star of the movie, and I'll, I want to I can address that a little bit more. But like to your point, like you didn't care when Doctor Fate dies. Did you care when Did Ajax died? In Eternals, Selma Hayek's character. Did anybody really care when she died? No, like, but, but, but we're, it, that's but what, like my, when I say my, like these movie, like this being like that bad. There's a lot of Marvel movies that do a lot of the same crap. Yeah, but I, th- and I we think hide, we hold them in slightly higher regard. I think. Yeah, but I think what you oh. what, what you're misrepresenting what I'm trying to say. Just that one point. What, just that one point. Like there's, yeah, there's I, a similar, I know that there's you know, bad there's bad Marvel movies, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like Thor Ragnarok is no, not Thor Ragnarok. Um Thor Love and Thunder is a perfect example. That movie sucked, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that it's not it, and I didn't mean it as a, in literal sense, it's the worst Marvel movie out there. It's figurative. It's like they're trying to do a thing and they absolutely sucked at doing it well that, that, that was my yeah, point that again is that a was my of point the rock being in it though right because he wanted to probably to add a little slapstick to it like a little family comedy again, type stuff. I, even with the rated r stuff that he wanted to put in there there's those jokes that he probably wanted to squeeze in also the fish out of water stuff like you talked about what are you, what are you trying to say wolfie go ahead man I, I i don't know i think so the thing is i still don't think that that's like a product of of of, of the rock i just i think that that's more of the whole post-production thing because <clears throat> sorry because the joke, the joke is actually quite funny, to be honest with you, is just if you <clears throat> put it in at the wrong time, like editing room wood stuff, if you put the joke in at the wrong time, if you put the wrong music, mm. you know, backdrop behind it, if you don't set it up properly with certain scenes before the joke, then you don't get the punchline, you know, and that's the editor's job because the actor, all they do is they, you know, obviously they act out the scenes, they, 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 you know, they they go they're at the direction of the the director obviously in the screen mm-hmm. in the screenwriter's room and stuff um but everything is done disjointed and it's the editor to put the uh, it's the editor's job to put the jokes together you know that's one of taika waititi's biggest strengths he can put the jokes on there you know we did speak about like uh, love and thunder that he decided to just put everything in the film <laughs> but i think what worked with ragnarok <laughs> is that like you know he sets a up a lot strength. of these he sets up a lot of these mm-hmm. s- these jokes mm-hmm. by setting it up with the scenes before that, and that all happens in the editing room. Um, and I think that that's like again, like it was just I just think it was a very poor production. You know, for example, if I'm the editor of this film, they could have recorded, they've could have they've could have filmed everything that they did in this film. However, when it comes to editing the film, when I put it all together, I don't need to show uh, Hawkman. 
talking to um uh you know it's Adam DC. Smasher or Doctor Fate? No, 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 no. To, to to uh oh my god, what's her name? Cyclone? Cyclone? No, uh, uh um uh Amanda Wheeler. Oh, oh um yeah, oh yeah, god. Uh, Viola Davis's character? Or wait, what are we talking? Yeah, about? yeah, isn't it, yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't, yeah, yeah. isn't okay. that her name? Yeah, Amanda yeah, yeah. Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, I was trying to say DC's Nick Fury. I don't. They they could have skipped that whole thing, right? The entire recruitment and talking about like who they are and these little mini scenes and stuff like that. And they could have just had them show up, and it would have played so much better with them just showing up to fight at Black Adam. And we find out afterwards who they are. Our first experience should be like what they can do and how cool they look on screen, not their backstory, not Hawkman being, you know, this Captain America type of character that is also in cahoots with this uh, very, very evil, much more evil version of uh, I, I think he's less Tony Stark and more he's. <clears throat> I he's think Tony Stark only in the sense though, that he's right? got the money. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. morals so wise, very, It's morals? Amanda Waller, by the way. Brain fart on yeah. all of our parts. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the suit Waller, was, not Wheeler. His, Waller. his suit was very Iron Man-ish, though. Yeah. Which is, which sure, is but, thing, I, I, but I'm talking about... Which Hawkman does, right? For me, for me, it's mm-hmm. a, yeah. a moral thing as a character. Who are you as a character? Forget about the uniform and the suit. That's what I care most about as far as like who you are. And I feel like he was... You know, trying to be too goody two shoes, too much like um, Captain America to me. You know, it was a similar um, conflict to BBS if you think about it too. It's like here we go again with another like team yeah, but of we didn't need another BBS believing that this antihero whoever is is the bad guy. And when like you think about in the Justice League and Batman and Superman and all these other movies, how many people did they end up killing by accident? Actually, yeah, why don't actions. we pivot to that? Justice Society didn't care about that, okay? I'll give you that. Anti, that's, that why don't we pivot to that? Because that that's another big gripe that we had, mm-hmm. is that they borrowed so much from other films, whether intentional or not intentional. We didn't need another oh. BVS. We didn't need... Yeah, what's up? Can I say one thing? I mean, I was thinking about this before when you were all talking too. Like, it's kind of a product of James Gunn's success as well, if you think about it, right? Because this movie very much had similar storyline and attempts at humor and attempts at being dark as like the suicide squad, right? Like the similar team dynamic, having people kind of thrown in there just to have like some more DC characters in there. The suicide squad, it made more sense here. It was just like, let's just throw in these random characters and say that they're a part of the justice society. So that black Adam has some superheroes to call out by name and fight throughout the movie. Like, I, I mean, I get all of these points, but I was entertained. It, regardless of how stupid some of it was, I thought the action scenes were really good. I thought the special effects were solid. Um, I There were moments where it was pretty cringy, but I thought that some of the fish out of water stuff was decent with The Rock. It is not as good as Thor. I'm never going to say it was as good as the first Thor movie. I still maintain that it's better than Captain America 2, or, uh, Iron Man 2, but I know that the critics disagree with me on that one. That's crazy, by the way. That's insane. Yeah. I just thought the villain in that movie was so like even more terrible than the than whatever the villain's name was in this movie. They, I don't they, remember. They literally dropped them in the last twenty minutes and were like, "Here's your big bad." Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Wonder Woman did that kind of. You know what I mean? And, like, but that's not that great either. But Wonder <laughs> Woman was like? Wonder Woman was was a very good movie that just dropped the ball. 
I'm not saying this is a very good movie. That was but never you, my point. It boggles my mind that you think that this movie is better than Iron Man 2. I, I can't keep it inside myself. I cannot believe that you think that this movie is better than Iron Man 2. But you, I mean, do that you think that like Mickey Mickey Rourke's villain was like, like, I think that was the worst villain I've ever seen in anything. That villain was so bad. Mandarin, man. Iron Man 3. Mandarin and Iron Man was 3 bad. was bad too. He had great, like, he had great motivation and I thought he... Look you know, cool. but you know what Iron Man three yeah. did better to me. Like Iron Man three had a like tried to bring the Tony Stark as like a broken alcoholic storyline a little more to the MCU. Yeah, that was in Iron Man two a little bit, but like it was more in Iron Man two than Iron Man three. I don't know. Like it just that movie like always hit me the wrong way. I thought the fight scenes were terrible. I thought the the him asking for the bird, where's my bird or whatever the hell it was. The villain, like, it didn't have any useful stakes to me, like, in comparison to the other movies. That's my personal opinion. I don't know. I never liked that movie. I always, like, call it out as my least favorite MCU movie. Um, like I said, I didn't like The Eternals that much. Um, another thing, like, yeah, the characters were kind of misplaced in this story. It's unfortunate they killed off Dr. Fate. But I, I actually really liked the like the casting for Hawkman for Dr. Fate, even though he's probably not going to be around again. I thought Cyclone was kind of a stupid character and seemed like a CW-like superhero. <laughs> but Adam Smasher was not bad, even though like he was not really used very well in the movie either. Absolutely nothing. Right? Like he was you know. he was a character that could be better in in like in future iterations. Again, I'm not saying this was a good movie, but like I would give it like a five and a half or a six, not like a three or a four, I guess, is what my point is. It's like not necessarily, oh, you gotta, you recommend it. You want to say to your friends, oh, you got to watch this so that you, you know, watch a good superhero movie. It's kind of like required viewing now, I guess, because this is this, the launch of the DC EU under James Gunn. Other than that, it's not really something that I would recommend. Oh, that's horrible if you put it that way. I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Iron Man, right? Or the bad, Hulk. This is, this, that's, that's oh god! Horrible. No, no oh way. Gosh. That's oh what it is, god. though, right? I mean, effectively in this is universe, it, is that's it, what it is. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I Superman so. was in it. it. They brought Superman back. They, they I like, didn't like that right, scene. Right, up. Yeah, I know that that scene was great. Was really It is cool to have Superman back, though. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. But how do you mess up the return of Superman? Yeah, like literally, everybody's been clamoring, and afterwards you watch that that clip at the end, and it's like, uh, I, I, uh, the, uh, I, I just don't I can't understand even. I can't the need even. to like make this whole Am- uh, Amanda Waller thing happen. Yes, yeah, like, since when is since when is Superman uh, Amanda's Pokemon that she could just call <laughs> in on at, at at any time like that. Oh, there's just... no ambiguity there's no ambiguity oh my god she said like horrible. don't make me don't make me send some people to you and he needs to like send them all and she's like all right and then she sends superman there's no way that you can like dispute that she she you know, literally had the pokeball and she just went like this. that's crazy to me <laughs> you know what i'm that's saying insane to me what if they're trying to set up some injustice oh storyline with all of this imagine they like led up to injustice and like it's that. a bad start then. That's a real. It's a bad start. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, mean, I was. The, we didn't even get into the plot holes. Here, here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, here's go what ahead. I'm gonna say. Go ahead. I'm gonna say that Black Adam still is redeemable because he's a character that could be brought in 
into another movie or, or maybe another movie made with him by a director that actually knows what the hell they're doing. And a screen, a screen, you have, at least I will say this, right? You have Black Adam now in the DCU, right? It's not DCEU anymore. They they officially pivoted to the DCU, DCU. right? So MCU, DCU. So you have, right. you have the basis, and The Rock can be a very good Black Adam. He just, in his first movie, was not a very good Black Adam. <laughs> Let's well, put it that way. Like, again, like they did not. They did not it's not his Man, fault. I'm saying this. And that's why I'm saying it's redeemable yeah, because it's I not guess, his yeah. fault. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's a victim of horrendous screenwriting. If you put him in the right film with the right screenwriters, with the right story, yeah. then this thing works. But I mean, as Suicide, Squad, movie, Suicide Squad got redeemed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. if you put him in the right place in the under the right circumstances, he's gonna be really, really good. That's not the case with this movie. Yeah. Okay. You're right. It I, really, I really agree is. With you on that. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing for me was the Rock trying to to lean into the hero stuff. It should have been true. He should villain, have been straight up villain. Yeah. Exactly. True villain stuff. I mean, maybe because because Black Adam in recent years has become a little more anti-hero right a little less of like a straight cackling villain but they could have led up to like the anti-hero stuff and that would have been more fun right if he was a straight villain this is also and then maybe when you get to a big event movie like he actually ends up helping yeah i mean but this is also like dc's biggest flaw is that they're trying so hard to catch up to the mcu that they rush certain things they Mm -hmm. rush certain character developments and stuff and they really shouldn't because if if they actually took a moment to like go at their own pace, run their own race as opposed to like fight MCU, they would actually not have to be competing directly with MCU. It'd be like you guys are on your you know phase four timeline, we're on phase two. We don't have to catch up. And then when you're done with your phase five and everyone's burnt out from MCU, we're gonna be hitting our stride. That's really how DC should be doing this. If they had taken the time to focus this movie on just Black Adam as essentially you know not a hero not an anti-hero not even a villain we just don't know he's he's you know his whole thing is like i do what i want um and he just happens to kind of save the day at the end of the film but not even in an anti-hero way and we have dr fate and hawkman and that's Mm -hmm. it like we don't have any of the other supporting characters and stuff like that um then you could have set it up with like, let's say the very final scene with black Adam being the, Oh, there's a glimmer of hope that he can be somewhat of a hero. And then you have Superman come in at the post credit. And then you know that the next film will be still Superman versus bad guy, black Adam. And you can have the turn into an anti-hero, but now he's already basically, he's not even an anti-hero. He destroyed the throne and is like, I'm a good guy now, you know, uh, and everything, so now it doesn't even make sense for him to go up against Superman. They should have. They should have had what they should have done. Really, is had one hero as the quote unquote villain of this film. Like, you know who I think would have been a good choice, like a Martian Manhunter, somebody like that, who's like not like almost top tier, but not quite top tier, and very very powerful. We know Martian Manhunter is a very very powerful character. We know that he's he's become more involved in I don't even know how you want to think about the canon, but like, you know, they had the character in Justice League. They're trying to introduce it as a character a little bit more. If you have somebody like that kind of be the antagonist of this film rather than shoehorning a bunch of antagonists in. And then at the end, yeah, you have some sort of turn. Maybe you could still have Sabak or whatever the heck his name was somehow get released. Martian Manhunter and 
um, Black Adam have to fight this character in order to save the world, but mostly because Black Adam is trying to fulfill his own interests. The reason why Martian Manhunter would work, though, and this is just off the top of my head. Remember, his weakness is fire. Sabak is a, a, a flaming demon. So, like, this could be a reason why Black Adam has to step in and why Martian Manhunter has to back off of like actually having to take him down and you could substitute a lot of other heroes. That's just off the top of my head. Like I said, but that would have made for a more focused film. And then you wouldn't have had to, like you said, Wolfie necessarily commit to him being a hero or a villain. He's just out for his own interests. And then that plays out later on throughout the DCU. I don't know. Like, but again, say that's, uh, that's my biggest issue that it just turns into BVS, which is what I hated. BVS was terrible in the sense that like it, the, we go into the film thinking that this is a Batman versus Superman film, and then it turns out to be a Justice League film, um, you know, and with the big bad and forcing the the rivals to team up. I don't, I, I wouldn't have wanted to see that. I would have rather had seen, you know, Black Adam maybe have some sort of friction friction with some of the heroes, uh, and then have his own fight with the big bad. There was absolutely no reason for him to have like become go back into human form and be put in isolation just for literally moments later i would say no more than two minutes in two minutes the story went from like he's in prison to now we need to break him out in two minutes well you wouldn't have they had done it they didn't have to do any of that so then like if if he was just if he just existed you know then it could have been like i'm gonna fight him my way you're gonna fight him your way we don't need a team up okay and, you know, Black Adam still does whatever he wants to do, and they just happen to sort of help each other without realizing it. I don't want to see the team up, you know, so because, you, again, you... it just it's it, it calls back to, to BVS. And I thought that that was a huge mistake to not let BVS be solely about Batman versus Superman. So I want why didn't uh, why didn't Waller just Pokemon Superman to fight Sabak, you know? Yeah, especially since word the, the actually this is that's that's he's yeah that's the fault of that last clip because literally you could have called the world's strongest man on a whim right and you do it to to get black adam and kind of trying to keep him in line but yet you you're facing this world ending threat and yeah. you let your b yeah. team take care of it I mean, we're I literally mean, talking a demon from hell yeah, coming exactly. to the surface. That's if I if that's that's an Avengers level threat. Okay, Absolutely. that's an Avengers level threat. You got to call I mean, in all everyone. That's, in. that's a problem with all exactly. superhero movies. Though. I'm not excusing it here. It was no, no, it was no, it was particularly egregious in this film. I'll agree with you, but that's always going to be a problem with superhero films. I, absolutely, you know? I agree with that. But yeah. you literally have that last clip where yeah, that's uh, why it's Superman egregious. Superman's on I mean, retainer for you. you I mean, all right. You know Literally, what? You know why it makes so, less sense. Uh, the reason to it, it, the reason it really does actually make less sense is because, like, instead of so so, you have two lifelines. Lifeline number one is <laughs> is 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 Black Adam, who you who you just imprisoned in this cell that's two hundred feet underwater, uh, completely guarded, and he needs to be broken out without their consent and without their help. Who, which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, is under Amanda Waller. Okay, or your other lifeline is a quick like uh you know your Superman button, you know. Maybe like maybe, how does that not see? Okay, they could like have, it's unexplainable. They could have fixed, fixed that a little bit though, because Sabak was a magical being. If they have so, had somehow introduced the idea 
that Superman is weak to magical beings, which they can't do in any way because they haven't had him in the, in the DCU for long enough. He hasn't faced exactly. a magical being. That would, if they had that set up, then it would have made sense because, yeah, like he can't really fight magical characters. He has that weakness, demonic characters and things like that. He has a weakness to them, but they didn't have that in the film. Here's what I want to like kind of ask you in terms of like, if you take out all the superheroes, here's the problem I have with that. And, and again, this does speak to the weakness of the film. I'm not saying it's a great film. Like I said, five and a half, six for me tops out of, based on pure entertainment value. If you take out all the superheroes, you have Terminator 2. That's the movie you have. Do you really want this like ripoff of Terminator 2? Because that's even like, if you look at it, better that's than a ripoff of was. BVS and every other superhero <laughs> film. But what's it ripped better? off so many other superheroes. You rip off a 90s something film? good then, right? <laughs> at least at least Terminator 2 is like 30 years removed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you would prefer that. That's all like that's actually all I really yeah. wanted to know. Because like I yeah, mean, actually, I didn't even realize that this was Terminator 2. This is the young kid totally, teaching this. Oh, God. Totally Terminator God, 2. this is so unoriginal. Oh, this movie is like easily, you keep, you, you're only making the, the case that it's worse than I thought. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The more we talk about this film, the worse it oh, gets. Oh, my God. I just you know realized that this is Terminator 2. Bro. With, oh, and you know what the Superman problem? Um, Titans has, has come back for, I think it's season four or whatever on HBO Max and Superman's in in Superman's supposed to be in the uh in in the show, right? Because Connor Kent is one of the main characters and he wants to meet his his fathers, so to speak, right? A TV show did Superman's missing appearance even better because he shows up to star labs all excited about me- meeting daddy and stuff like that and the guy literally says oh i'm sorry superman can't be here because he's in another unit he's on his way to another universe to save a civilization from a star collapsing you don't think you could have done that in black adam you know what i'm saying they especially if you're gonna yeah. bring superman in later I mean, these are the things that are, you know, are maddening about this thing. You're like, you're, you're literally saying again. I, I go back to this, that Superman is on call for you, and you got a, a, a world level threat, and your choice is to release the guy that you just imprisoned because you thought he was too, you know, unstable to keep around you know what i'm saying it's just like uh, it's just it's a lot of bad screenwriting that, that's mainly what yeah. it is you know like, it is it is it really uh, it's is just a lot of bad screenwriting and uh and you know hopefully you know everything starts with the script so you know hopefully um they can hopefully james gunn won't be making those bad decisions you think shazam uh, i just hope i just ho- shazam yeah i mean or maybe he Shazam should have been introduced is... in the sequel or the Shazam sequel. No, I no. See, I think, the thing. I think I like Shazam the should have been the the guy at the end. At the end and yeah. at the end, to be honest, yeah. you know that's nah. more of a natural. That's more of a natural rivalry there. It makes more sense. You know? yeah. It it is, but I th- I think that Black Adam should Black Adam should make his appearance in Shazam. But I don't think that like just because of the tone of the film, right? Like the tone is there's this guy that keeps killing people. You know, Superman is the more obvious. I think. Uh, um, kind of like the enforcer, know, of that, right? Know? Can sort I, can of I like, just like if, a, if, 
Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like, if you just if you just cut off the entire scene, that first like minute and a half or whatever of of Waller talking to Black Adam and saying you're on my radar, and you just have Soups come down and be like, "Okay, congratulations, you're now on my radar." Okay, and just have but, that face off. That would have been perfect because it wouldn't yeah. have come with those connotations of like, "Oh, he's on someone's call." But but let me ask you this question, and and I I want you. It, it's interesting that you made Shazam because this is something that I've thought about a lot regarding that end scene. And so I want I want I haven't put this out yet, but I want to put it out to you guys now, right? Mm-hmm. So the film makes great takes great lengths to show that the wizard right made the wrong choice in giving Black Adam his powers, yeah. the powers of Shazam, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense for that? And and that end clip, that end credit scene, is literally all about bringing Superman back into the fold. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it didn't serve the, the, the story correctly, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, why wouldn't it be that the wizard is the one that calls Shazam to say, you know what? Because remember, Black Adam was in prison for all these years, right? So he wasn't a threat. He's not on the wizard's radar. He's now back, mm-hmm. a guy who literally, he said, wrong person to have all these powers. Why wouldn't it be Shazam being called at the Beckham at the Wizard and say, hey, dude, we've got a problem because there's a guy out there with your powers who really shouldn't have it. That serves the film way much better and makes much more sense than bringing in Superman at the behest of um, Amanda Waller, at my, in uh, my opinion. So the reason for me, it's for tone, is that I don't didn't like it in this film. I think that like Shazam, uh, his like the tone of his character and his films and stuff like that. I don't think obviously it makes for the story's sake it, it is what would make more sense. But for the tone of this film, I don't think it would have been better. It would have been way better if just the wizard out of nowhere, like let's say the rock is there, Black Adam is there just chilling, and the wizard calls him to his lair and gives him a stark warning, like you have resurfaced, but the world is not the world is not the way that it yeah, was when you were here. That, you're that's gonna perfect. face your you're gonna face your reckoning. And then he just gets transported back to Earth with this warning in his head. I, I think I think the way and you that would have been perfect. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, maybe you but don't Superman, have to bring Shazam Superman there. did have to get a, Superman did have to get it now somehow. But but my my thing is now you've you've relegated Shazam to no status because Shazam's natural rivalry is with Black Adam, and if you're circumventing you're circumventing that completely by saying okay we're going to skip Shazam altogether and we're going to have Superman be the guy that fights Black Adam, then what's the purpose of Shazam? Not, not Shazam has always been. Shazam has always been the yin and yeah. the yang to Black Adam, though. This is easy. And actually, Jose, I think you'll probably like this, okay? Because what will happen is that you'll have Black Adam and Superman go up against each other. That's how we make the story of Superman being weak against Magic Cannon. And Shazam comes in and saves the day by fighting Black Adam in uh, for Superman's sake. That would be... That would be one way to kind of introduce that. Um, and it'll elevate Shazam's, you know, kind of stature because he's now like, oh, I'm not just this like B hero. I, 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 you know, you know, came in, you know, I did, I did soups a favor. Shazam you know? has to fight Black Adam at some point though. In, yeah. In yeah, exactly. His he really does. 
like in one of his films, maybe the third one. I don't know. And like, you're going to have to reconcile those two tones no matter what. Like, man, I right. guess I, I'm I, glad. I, I, if yeah, you think, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I will say I'm glad that they didn't make, I really kind of was hoping that Black Adam would be rated R when they said like, oh, there were some scenes that were rated R that they removed. 15, but when you think about 15, reconciling that tone. 14 or 15 scenes, yeah. Yeah, when you think about reconciling that tone, then it makes logical sense why you can't have Black Adam be rated R. And then you have this goofy Shazam PG-13 movie. It gets harder to bring them together. Nah, I, mean, like I, don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, 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 I disagree only point. because. Yeah, they do. I yeah. disagree only because you can have like Wolverine and Logan be rated R and then you can have Wolverine and other properties not be rated R. In Black Adam's movies, it could be a rated R I kill a bunch of people. This is a very dark tone. And then if you have Black Adam show up in Shazam's movies, okay, you're going to bring part of that tone in, in 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 Black Adam's character, but the tone of the film will be Shazam's tone. It would be like it would be like Dr. Savannah kind of all over again, I guess. I don't know. It would be it's going to be a heavy lift to get Shazam and Black Adam I together. So. I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's like that in a film. I just think we'll that, see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. It has to. You know? I mean, it has to, yeah. right? I mean, they, they have to clash at some point. But like, it's mm-hmm. also The Rock being so hell bent on wanting to fight Superman to prove something, I guess, to prove that his hero is one of the coolest ones. Well, everybody wants you know? to see that happen anyway, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. But like, at the same time, you got to it's like a, a heavyweight boxer. It's like you got to work your way up the ranks first, son. Like so you got to you got to beat the other f- players to get to the champion, to get the superman. Uh, not yeah, necessarily did, when it's the did rock you feel, and Did you feel the shift of power in the DC universe? Yeah. Did you feel it? Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. No, so I I would say this is more this is more to me this is more of a super fight that breaks all the rules like you don't have to climb no ladder. Like Rocky this is, uh, you know, it's sort <laughs> of one, I mean I like I look Rocky at this two. as like I look at this as like Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. It's like there's no oh, ladder, God. there was no reason for it to happen, but everybody wants to see it. Come on, you're going <laughs> to tell me that you wouldn't want to see Superman and Black Adam go at each other? Yes, it is a pain. You know what whether I'm afraid it makes of? sense or not. You know what I'm afraid of that it actually goes the way of Mayweather and McGregor. Yeah. No, where, that where you're, you're, that you're, you're ant- highly anticipating it, and then you get that fight. <laughs> I don't think get, that Henry Cavill would have came back. I don't think that Henry Cavill, Cavill would have came back if there if he wasn't like already on board with everything that he wants. I think Henry Cavill probably is coming back only because he already had all the discussions of like, all right, this is what I need to come back. I need this kind of script. I need these kind of people around. I need there be the basically so? no BS. I agree with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I, I don't think that he... Because why not? Really why why wait so long to, to... Huh? He's never really quit. If if you look at all his posts, he's always, he's always talking about how he's got the cape on standby. Right, you right. Know, I, he's got I the cape it, on I, standby, but he's I not going to put her... Like, I think he's made it obvious that he's not going to put her on just to put it on. I agree with but that. I, look at look at what he I, did with The Witcher. He's like, you know what? This is not the show that I wanted to be a part of, so I'm out. I yeah, feel like that's exactly. his thing. He's a, he's a big nerd. Yeah, he's an, if you're insulting his nerd properties, like he ain't going to continue. I yeah. agree. I agree that probably like whatever deals they there was like already signed, discussions. I mean, I wouldn't know, even be surprised. Like Man of Steel he, 2, like if, all that's in there. I wouldn't even be surprised. 
if the reason James Gunn got the job was because Henry Cavill's like, all right, that's the, like I I need to get like final say on who becomes DC head. Right, I would like not be the surprised Rock if that happened. Or the two people who make yeah. that final decision. It's you know, like, it's like they're like they're like, all right, you want me to put on the cape? Then I need this person there because <laughs> they had a few. Other, think about it. They had a few people that they suggested, and it didn't seem like these people didn't want the job. They just somehow didn't get the job. Even though it's been rumored that oh, like these are the people that they're looking at, I think it's more it's more of the fact that DC didn't know what the heck it was doing with Superman, because if, if you remember, you know, and I, I don't know if you remember this far back, um, every everything that happened, they were they were considering of just shelving Superman, period, and making right. Supergirl the main Krypton Kryptonian, you know. So I, I mean, you know, I, again, I, I don't think it's a matter of Cavill saying, you know what, this is what I need in my Superman. I think it's really DC and the fact that they don't know what the hell they're doing with this franchise. That that was more the reason why, you know, he, the whole Superman character has been up in the air for this. I, I've always thought deep in my heart that Cavill was ready to come back no matter what. You know, but like he so, was asked so to come again, back, and so. and they offered him money yeah. to be in other cameos, yeah. and he said no. Yeah, he said no. Like, doesn't that doesn't that signal to you that he's like, you know what? Like, I'm not gonna waste my yeah. time. Like, he's a he's a superstar in his even, own right even, now. Even, he doesn't have to be Superman anymore. Yeah. He's the Witcher. He's famous for his action yeah. films, like Mission Impossible. Like, he's got his own things. He doesn't gotta be Superman and, anymore. He kind of wants to be, but again, he's rejected the opportunity to be a cameo in other films. And they just had to, what was the movie where they just showed? Above the Shazam, Shazam yeah, yeah, right. He he was like, no, I don't want to be in it. Like, and they what? They, yeah. Didn't they say offered him like twenty million dollars for like one friggin' quick scene? Like, you can tell was that, Henry was Cavill. That the case? Yeah, was, yeah, they, was, they, yeah, they said Shazam, that they offered yeah. him money. I don't know if it was yeah. that much, but they offered also, him money. They offered him was, a cameo. He said no. So he's he definitely really, somebody who's really being selective with this. Yeah, but again, yeah, it could they, be they, also they, with the fact that they don't know what to do with the character. You know, but again, like, why wouldn't you take money if you're him? If they, guess, what, what does it matter what they that, want that to do with the what, character if yeah, like they're going to offer you money? So that's that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm integrity. Saying. Like, yeah, he may, like he's being selective because yep. DC doesn't know what they want to do with the character. I agree. I think so Henry Cavill. The, that's why I yeah. and it's also just a hypothesis. Yeah. But that's why I hypothesize that he only came back because now he has a plan. They have a plan for what they're going to do, and he probably had a say in that plan because even when it came down to like Justice League. And the Snyder Cut, like reshoots and stuff, uh, he still wanted no part of it. You know, he was like, "I'm, I'm not, I don't, I." He's not hanging up the cape, but he doesn't want to be involved with these people. And like, if you're Henry Cavill, think about how stupid it is when, like, like for example, the perfect, the perfect example is the Justice League reshoots. Like, you want to, you want to be on standby, no matter how much money DC pays you. Do you have to like deal with like either shaving your mustache, changing your appearance? getting super jack to play superman again because he still stays jack but like he's not always going to be superman jack like wolverine like like hugh jackman is not always logan jack because like that's mm-hmm. not really sustainable you like you can't walk around at like six percent body fat like i mean i mean you know and like, live I mean, that way like you know you know cavill cavill uh you know 
cavil fans of the female nature beg to differ. Right. No, I understand, but like for right. him he as a person, like remember, remember how he you know looked I mean? in the Immortals? He was like super skinny back then. Yeah, you know? you know, like think about what a pain in the ass that is if you're cavil to be like, oh, I got to shave my mustache for this role. Oh, I can't take this role just because DC wants you to be in a stupid cameo for a couple of minutes. But when they say to you, okay, like we're making a sequel for sure. We're involving you heavily in the cinematic universe going forward and all that other stuff. Yeah, that's when you're Henry Cavill and you say like, you know what? I'm I'm down. Let's go. I'm down for the cameos because now I know that these cameos are going to lead somewhere and not you know just what? take up my time well, for no reason. All they have not to not- do is just make him like skinny rock. <laughs> God, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah. It makes rock's head look just so Just use CGI, big. right? He's, he's, hey, listen, he's got, he's got experience in that. With the whole you know mustache what, thing, so. <laughs> that was so terrible. No, you know what? Uh, I, you know, because you mentioned Wolverine. Now that I think about it, he's DC's. He's DC's Hugh Jackman. He's like, I'm done with. I'm done with Wolverine, but I'll come back if it's the right circumstances. Exactly right. Like, because you don't want to wreck this character, and like people yeah. f- are favorable towards Henry Cavill as Superman. So why yeah. ruin that with he a bunch of terrible Superman. cameos? And never getting the film that you want to be in the sequel that people really want, right? Because Man of Steel was generally pretty well received. It wasn't perfect. Whatever. Like I, I love yeah, Man right. of Steel. Yeah, we like Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Especially especially yeah. in retrospect, I love it even more. Yeah, so do I. I, I, I um, thought that was a fantastic film that never got the respect that it deserved. Yeah. Um, I I know we're closing up, right? I know we're 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 headed toward that end thing, but I want to ask one quick question because it's pertinent to what we're talking about. Do you trust James Gunn with DC? I do not. I do not. Right? I don't. I I do not. I got that exact same sense also. Like, if he's going to be the Kevin Feige, and we've already gone through a number of Kevin Feige's for DC, if he's now the, what what is he? This is like Neo, right? This is the 10th version of him. Of Kevin Feige in the DC universe. <laughs> uh, to be I, fair, I, I'm not too sure if he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, um, you know, Jose, you have made this point before in the chats. Mm-hmm. He, it's not just him. It does seem like he has his own checks and balance. And mm-hmm. this isn't the Kevin Feige on the Warner Brothers. This is Kevin Feige on Discovery. Um, I would say Discovery probably has a lot better, a lot, a lot healthier organization. Because Warner Brothers has been like, you know, being shuffled mm-hmm. between AOL and Time Warner and, and all these other companies uh, that all seem to have organizational issues. Um, so I would assume that like Discovery is going in there. And as they have, just kind of like, hey, we're going to clean house. We're going to like. They're canceling you know, everything. They're canceling everything because they're like, hey, like we need a kind of fresh start. And this is going to suck for a lot of things that we're canceling. But they're basically like, we need to kind of trim things down, get hyper focused and do things the right way. You know, um, so but that being said, James Gunn would not have been my first choice. Who would be your first choice? Um, is there somebody else that you thought would be a really good fit? Because I've always thought James I've always thought James Gunn would inevitably end up like for like a year and a half. I was like, he's going to end up being the DC head. Like, I, I, uh, I'm i pretty person, sure that's in a chat somewhere. But like, I yeah, saw I mean, this. It, yeah, I mean, it, you know, and I understand that. But see, the thing is that like I. I see what what you see in the sense that like okay like as far as successful you know heads 
or you know people leading certain you know properties james gunn has been the only person that's been successful you mm-hmm. know Zack snyder has been successful but only but in it with with a lot of friction against dc so he was never going to be it but james gunn is the only other director a uh, writer director that has had you know so much success with dc so it makes sense from that standpoint but just having success with a property doesn't automatically mean that you can manage an entire you know thing me personally i would have gone with with someone that is someone like a joe casada or brian michael bendis from the mm-hmm. comic book world who it, it's are funny though you mentioned that because they did try that twice with jeff johns and jim lee right you know? so Jeff John and Jim Lee are great writers and 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 you know developers of comic books. Mm-hmm. But they 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 were never like I as far as I know they were never editors in chiefs. So what Kevin Feige is, he's basically a Marvel Comics editor in chief, mm-hmm. someone that is the one that's supposed to say like, all right, I'm gonna prove all these stories that need to be interconnected with all these other comic books in my comic universe. So that's why I would have gone with someone that's like an editor in chief of a comic book organization, in a sense, because that's essentially what you're doing. You're taking the editor in chief of a comic book universe on paper and then transplanting them to the films. You know the what exact makes same thing. You know what makes Kevin Feige different, though. Um, he, he he's done that stuff, but he also had a career in film. And I think that's yeah. the, that's yeah. the that's the main difference that we're seeing in terms of all these guys that DC is bringing in is because you know what guys like and I I had hopes that Jeff Johns and Jim Lee would have done it because again like you said they're integral to these stories and stuff and I I guess Brian Michael Bendis probably may be the closest because I think he does have you know some some say in, in some of his stories film-wise and stuff like that. Yeah. Brian Michael none Bendis of these guys... a uh, consultant and producer. Because Brian right. Michael Bendis is famous for being really good at intertwining storylines and exactly. working with a vast uh, array of different properties. Jim Lee but, has been Superman and Batman and Green Lantern and stuff, but Jim Lee has been, like, you know, just a great artist. Jeff Johns has just been a great writer. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think, and I think that they were just like, all right, let's get like one of our best writers, one of our best artists to give us the stories and the look and feel that we want from the comics. Uh, but I don't think that that translates well to creating or managing, exactly, rather exactly. managing a universe. Uh, but I, th- I, I would I think have liked to have managing seen... a universe and film is also very, very different. Yeah, and, and I do. So, you know. That's why I would have. I, I don't think that there is a Kevin Feige out there. I think Kevin Feige no. is like a one in a million. You mm-hmm. know, um, I agree with that because even with Star Wars, it's uh, it's it's Filoni and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Not enough coffee this morning. Yeah, um, oh but gosh. it's still two, and they're still not, and they're and they're still not perfect. You know, but they and they also have a story group though. Yeah, you of know, course. They, they yeah. also have a story group of, of people who, you know, have either worked under George Lucas or, you know, have been intimately right, involved right. In, the, in the property. So, again, it, yeah, yeah. it's more of a, a it's more of a thing by committee, which is something I think DC needs to do instead of trying yeah. to find the one guy. Bring all these talents from all these different distinct places and put them all in one room and say, yeah. OK, 
guys, this is the story. How do we translate this onto film I, or onto I the I think that's being a little presumptuous, like though. That. Like, why are you assuming that James Gunn is not going to build a team similar to Kevin Feige to help him tell the story? Like, why are we assuming that it's going to be James Gunn and, like, the other guy? And it's not going to be a similar structure where he's going to have checks and balances. We're making a lot of assumptions here. No, and you're right, but I, I think it's also because we've never seen that from him before. This is this is this is nascent yeah. to him. This is brand new That's to him. That's not true. You know, and and he's produced and you, a lot of films at, that like he's produced Brightburn. He's produced Scooby Doo. He's produced a lot of films that you don't think that James Gunn would be responsible for. Like, but I mean, he's not managing a universe. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, these are all separate properties. Brightburn has nothing to do with Scooby Doo, obviously, right? Neither does the Slither or any Feige of the films that he's done before. before no, like, like I. But he's worked in film like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And he, but and, so is and James Gunn. Like, like that's kind of but, making a similar point, you know. Like, but Kevin Feige, to to Gabe's point, was an editor in chief, right? He's yeah. done that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. managing that's, that's entire universes. Maybe not in the film sense, mm-hmm. but in the comic book sense. James hey, Gunn that, hasn't that, done yeah. that. James, that's and like, and, that's and, the difference. And you know? I do think that even with Scooby Doo, there's still like there's that James Gunn touch that you can feel, like you know that you feel in every single one of his films, and that's my biggest issue is that I wouldn't, for example, I wouldn't put Taika Waititi in charge of MCU, right? Because I would Ooh. just feel like all right, there's going to be too He's much of Taika tone. in every single film, yeah, yeah. You know? And I think that that's James Gunn to me is Taika Waititi, you know. Well, um, he has yeah, I mean, the film, James Gunn in all of his stuff, movies. But- it, and to Gabe's point, James Gunn in all of his movies, it's the same tone. I mean, you talk about Scooby-Doo, which is a family film. You talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a superhero film. You talk about Slither, which is a horror film. But you still have that same tone throughout all yeah. those films, regardless of what genre they're in. You know, So uh, listen, there's a chance that DC hits a home run with James Gunn, right? Yeah, I just personally, for right it is now, feel yeah. uncomfortable with that yeah. fact. And he might turn out to be a great person to lead DCU, the DCU, right? It's just as of right now, I can't see it. That's just my personal opinion. That, 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 so that's, that, that was going to be my same thing, too, is that, like, I, I personally don't... Uh, I guess the word trust is not the word, but I'm not confident. Oh, that was the question. Do I have confidence, right? I'm mm-hmm. not confident in James Gunn, but um, it's it's like, uh, you know, I got to wait and see because obviously it, it these are all like just assumptions, but it can also be sort of intelligent guessing. My thing, yeah. the way that I look at it is, do I think that James Gunn can both give me, um, can give me Moon Knight and She-Hulk? Two very distinctly uh, good shows, but with completely different tones, design, and everything top to bottom. I'm not 100% sure that he can give me both of those. I think the other thing... As of yet. It regard, like, irregardless, that's not a word. I got to remember that. Regardless of James Gunn's role... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, regardless of James Gunn's role, we I want to find out more about... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Walter Safran? Peter Safran, excuse me. No. Peter. Peter Stafford. Yeah, I don't because know anything about him. If we learn more about him, we're going to understand better like what the check and checks Maybe, and balances yeah. will be I on think, James I, Gunn's style of storytelling. And I think that is important because Saffron is more of a film guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that kind of gives, you know, but again, I, I 
I, and that's what I think. I, I don't, I don't know too much about Peter Safran, but you know, it's just let's let's see how they do this because James Gunn is really good with taking, you know, these weird characters and making them relevant. He doesn't need to do that with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. You know, I mean, all those, right, so those guys, are, those guys are <laughs> all right. There, I, I'm, so you know? all right, so so just are you uh, checking out Safran? Yeah, are you stalking him like the. Pr- Mm-hmm. Seems to be the producer involved as a producer in a lot of stuff. A lot of horror movies um, similar to um, similar to James Gunn and Kennedy type. Basically, well, he also well was right. producer for Shazam. <laughs> well, he's actually wait a minute. He's <clears throat> producing the new Shazam movie or the old one as well? Because yeah, no, he, he was, uh, he was a producer the on the. One. It says he's attached to Aquaman, the Suicide Squad. So he's been pro- like involved in some production with some of these dcu movies recently what i do notice also and this might be an issue is that some of the films that he also is involved in were also james gunn films like the belko experiment and things like that so it looks like they have a actually like the belko experiment right 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 but like was a great how did you like it was if we're thinking about checks and balances though yeah that's what i'm saying like that doesn't speak well How, how, how did you how how did you how did you feel about meet the spartans I don't know if I saw oh that movie God. with you. Oh God. <laughs> he did that seriously. Uh, he also he also did scary movie. <laughs> I mean, he's also that, done Annabelle, not... The Conjuring, The Nun. So yeah, some but, he, but look, he also the yeah, horror film. But you, you also, also have, he also, also wasn't Aquaman, at... the first Aquaman, and the Aqu- and Aquaman had a lot of problems. It wasn't that bad. And you you look at, was you also look at the fact that he's doing Amber Heard Conjuring and Annabelle and all that stuff. James Wan, James Wan, who's who's the the guy that runs those films, he's very very um, anal about those characters. So he wouldn't have had much of an influence on those films because James Wan is just so protective of those characters. It it, it doesn't make so that's not really a, a good thing to look at. Um, again, I think the the body of work in terms of you know. Meet the Spartans I, and Aquaman. I got, I got, I got to admit, like, I'm looking at everything here. I don't see a great body of work. Like, uh, I do, I do like the Conjuring movies, yeah. like the Conjuring and Annabelle. Like those movies are really. I see a lot of horror movies here. Let's see. And James yeah. Gunn comes from a horror horror element here. So are we gonna get like, you know, a horror comedy Superman? Mm. Are we Are we gonna get I mean, it works for Batman, James I guess, Gunn's because BG he's kind of. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I think we can we can say that we're unsure. We can settle on that. Yeah, yeah that's I, that's. I think we're yeah, I'm definitely like, unsure. I have I, I have even more it. questions now. I have, I have even more slightly oh. more confidence, but maybe not a whole yeah. lot more. Okay. <laughs> His so main employer game. was Warner Brothers all these years. Yeah. They're, they're, that doesn't that doesn't give me that gives me less confidence. The issue has always been Warner Brothers. Yes, but you can you can say that the issue at Warner Brothers was more like how high level executive leadership was was dictating how these slightly lower level producers were going to make these movies, what movies they were going to make. He wasn't necessarily the problem. It seems like that's like 
what seems to be sort of generally accepted. It's the DC head. The CEOs of the company were the biggest problems standing in the way of creating a, yeah. a coherent you know what I want to DC universe. Su- Suicide Squad is a perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad is a perfect example. You yes. know, they that was a, that was a film that was created and you know, I, I forget the director's name, but he had a very specific vision and because of testing and all this David stuff, Ayer? they decided, David Ayer, right? David Ayer, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and so, you know, because of testing and all this stuff, um, the the powers to be decided, hey, you know what? This company made a great trailer. Let's let them edit the film. Mm-hmm. Those were the so, super high level yeah. decisions, probably that Peter Safran I, was I agree not involved that. in because he was not a producer on the, the first Suicide Squad film. He was a producer on the Suicide Squad, the good one, the good one that we, yeah. we all saw recently. Yeah, but, uh, my hands are up in the air. Like we're all just kind of making predictions here. So let's see what happens. Hope for the best, and hope that this the black Black Adam leads to bigger and better places for the DC universe. Y'all don't seem to be yeah. holding your breath for that, but no, we'll see. But we'll right. see. I mean, I, 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 I kind of want to look yeah, up Kevin Feige's Wolfie's, like Wolfie's uh, uh, face right now. Just says it all, man. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot that I'm on camera. I'm just reading his IMDb and everything. It's flustered. Oh my You're God. flustered. <laughs> All right, I don't right. know, man. <laughs> have you seen this? Have you just real quick? Have you seen uh, the the Meet the Spartans? No, no, that I movie haven't. was horrendous. No, I that movie imagine. was terrible. Like scary movie, the first one was great because it's like just the first scary movie, and then the other scary movies were like okay. Meet the Spartans was trying to do obviously it was just all right. Well, let's do scary movies, but in something else, and it was terrible. Oh my god. It's okay. I'll, I'm I'll scared. I'm one. like officially scared right now. Kevin Feige was an executive yeah. producer on X Men Three. I'm just saying. I don't know. There's 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 a couple of movies here that aren't that great either. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. We probably shouldn't get into this now. I'm just saying. Like, I you know what he made some bad Though, movies too. I, I, I will say this: the Fantastic Four movies aren't as bad as people claim it to be. The second it's not one great. Was pretty bad though. The the Galactus as a cloud one was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I but I mean, they, they made, I, I think, but, I think for the that time, away. Though, because yeah. even X-Men 3, I don't think it was that bad. I think it was bad. There were a lot of bad elements, but I don't think it was that bad for the time. Yeah. You know, exactly. like obviously it didn't age well, but even the first X-Men, I don't think age as well. Okay. What about um, the Punisher? X- Not Punisher the, Warzone, the but the Punisher with, um, what's his name? Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, actually, I with, uh, with, with uh, Thomas Jane, I actually liked yeah. that film, but I also thought that it was terrible. Um, I didn't like that. Film that movie. That movie was so bad. It was good. That, Isn't that the one where like his I, family like gets killed in like Puerto Rico or something like that? Like I don't know yeah, why yeah, that yeah, scene that made Rico, me yeah. laugh. My no, no, no. For some reason, the wor- the worst part, and and this, and you know, I know we're, we're wrapping up, but I have to say the worst part of that film, which was so anti Punisher, was the fact that Thomas Jane was walking around with a cover for a fire hydrant just so that um, the the Thomas. Uh, John Travolta's no, that's character not could kill his wife. That's not anti-Punisher. Yeah, Punisher that does kinda... crazy. He does. The thing is that no, the way that in the comics, I I, I grew up off and on like reading Punisher because I thought he was so cool. After I saw him on Spider Man, the animated show, bro, mm-hmm. uh, that I would buy them and and yeah, he would do. So Punisher became like this ultra, ultra, ultra violent 
kind of sad psychopath. That's the Punisher, Punisher that I know. But before Punisher Max, Bro. Punisher was just this psychotic way of like in ways <laughs> torturing people in 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 these kind of weird ways like he would he would straight up you he know tortured be like a uh, dude this, with like, a popsicle well, bro what like nah, he i know so that dude like that, a yeah, popsicle. Yeah. well no i'm talking i'm talking about <laughs> the fire hydrant i'm talking about the fire <laughs> the, hydrant that, okay. that whole fire thing hydrant. punisher would do so, things he would do things to like kind but that of that was early punisher like, no yeah. that's yeah, early earlier punisher this was this was this was all based this was all based on yeah this was all based on pre punisher max but oh, it's a combination no. of old Punisher and, you know, basically Spider-Man, the animated show Punisher and them needing it to be PG-13. Because at that time, there's no way they would have ever made a Punisher movie. Mm, I, I just I, I did not. It was like it was Punisher terrible in all. a lot of those ways. But I just I actually I did like Warzone like way better. Oh, yeah. Warzone's actually, amazing. He did produce that. One. I tell people that's the only Punisher. But that's also yeah, not the true. first Punisher. No, it's not. No, the no. first Punisher the was Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that was with, even without no, it was. without the skull. Without the skull, he yeah, never had the skull, skull in that just film. Had, like he had like you the skulls with the he knives. He was Wolverine in that movie, basically fighting Japanese ninjas. Right? Wasn't that the the, the freaking Dolph Lundgren movie? Remember. He fought ninjas in Japan or yeah, something like I that. Don't know. Whatever, no matter. That, that's that's, that's, that that's in the era. That's in the era where David Hasselhoff was also Nick Fury. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I like, yeah, like things don't age well for the time. We got to thank Marvel for actually trying to bring some of this stuff to to, to screen. Warzone so is I'm still not amazing, that bro. mad. Yeah, I'm not that mad at X Men Three, although I really, really think whoever the hairstylist was. God, that had to be like the worst Wolverine <laughs> hairstyle. I don't even know how he. I don't even. I don't know how they put that on film. I don't uh, know who saw that. I was like, yeah, let's go with this. What about his uh, work as a production assistant on You Got Mail? How does that reflect on on what he's going to do with the MCU in the future? Mail? Anyway, I'm going to shut up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we anyway, have a lot to talk right, about when it comes to Kevin yeah. Feige versus James Gunn, and I think we're going to get to that at some point. So. Yeah. I guess we should wind this down. I, I trust I trust Kevin Kevin Feige robot more than I do James Gunn right now. So <laughs> K E V I N. Anyway. I trust yes. K E V I N. K E V I N. All right, y'all. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think we're I done. guess that's it for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Done. It was cool chat. Cool little uh, you know geeks of the round table talk. Um, and uh, once again, thank you guys for listening getting all the way to the end of this podcast mm-hmm. uh please once again like rate share and subscribe um and i guess that's it yeah yeah jose stay geeky my friends peace y'all peace peace